The Israel Report with Rolene Marks. Let me begin with this from Carol. Please give my message to Rolene on air. Rolene, you are the most humankind journalist on this planet. I admire you. Well, here she is bringing us uh, the Israel Report today. Our correspondent from Israel, Rolene Marks. Hi, Rolene. Wow. Thank you for that, Carol. I, I tell you, if you give me any more compliments like that, my head's going to swell even more than it already is. But what a lovely compliment. Thank you. Well, I will accept being called humane. Okay, and a great way to introduce Rolene Marks, our correspondent from Israel, who's going to bring us now the latest on what's happening in that part of the world. Earlier on, Rolene, we did liaise with this. There seems to be quite a few developments regarding the hostage situation. There's a particular response expected from tomorrow. Well, this is according to Israeli mm. officials. They predict that uh, Hamas will respond. Uh, they haven't said what they think Hamas will mm. respond with right. to the proposed hostage deal. Now, over the last couple of days, uh, David Barnea, he is the head of the Mossad, has been in Paris meeting with the CIA. Uh, Qatari officials and Egyptian officials to try and broker uh, some kind of deal that will see the release of the remaining over 130 hostages. It is day 116 of Israel's Mm -hmm. war with Hamas. We are, of course, and I cannot say it again, and I'll say it again and again and again and again, Do not stop talking about the hostages. I know with everything that's going on in South Africa at the moment, a lot of the focus is on the ICJ ruling. Please, guys, don't forget about the hostages. They need every single one of our voices, all hands on deck to demand, especially of the Mm. South African government. Uh, to demand their immediate and unconditional release. If the ICJ is going to be speaking about uh, Israel having to comply with certain things immediately, the ICJ have also said they demand the immediate and unconditional release of the hostages. It is a crime against humanity to keep them captive. Please, guys, pressure, pressure, pressure in the media, wherever you can, pressure South Africa to ensure the release of our hostages. Uh, Palestinian Islamic Jihad say absolutely no release of hostages until there is a ceasefire. Now, Hamas have turned down uh, previous ceasefire uh, uh, recommendations. They are demanding the complete withdrawal of Israeli troops. Now, I don't think that that's going to happen. Mm. That is not Mm. going to happen. Israel's not going to withdraw from the Gaza Strip. Our two main goals are the release of the hostages and the full dismantling of Hamas. Israel has also given Hamas in, in previous uh, uh, agreements the option for their leaders to be um, exiled out of the Gaza Strip. This has been refused by leaders of Hamas. So let's see. We don't have too many details what this current um, negotiation says, but let, let's hope that uh, it does involve a release of our hostages ASAP. Sure. As you were mentioning mentioning earlier on, uh, Rolene, pressure, 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 and keeping you know this uh, subject at the you know the top of the of the table there regarding the release of the hostages, uh, regarding family protests, uh, fam- families of hostages. Uh, have there has there been an escalation of this happening, and also in terms of pressure on the government? 
the the families have not stopped with their pressure mm. on the government demanding that their their loved ones be released to come home of course we are so concerned for the status of those hostages i'm going to remind everybody in case anybody's forgotten we are concerned about baby Kthil, who turned one years old uh, about a week and a half ago, and his brother Ariel, the youngest hostages. We are concerned about our elderly hostages. I don't think any society allows for elderly people be, to be treated as appallingly as our elderly have been treated. We are very, very, very concerned for the young women who have been raped. Uh, we predict some of them could be pregnant. Time is running out for abortions. I know it is a very difficult topic for many, but this is the situation and I think we can all empathize with their ordeal. We are running, we are extremely worried about our men being held hostage. We know some of them have been sexually abused. We are very concerned about their well-being. We know they are the prime target for Hamas. We know uh, that at least 36 hostages uh, to date have been executed mm -hmm. uh, in, in captivity, many of them men. So we are very, very worried. Bring them home now. Uh, protests still taking place uh, uh, after several days at the Kerem Shalom crossing. It okay. The military have said it is closed now. Mm -hmm. The families, I think, desperate that humanitarian aid is going in, but no hostages are coming out. We can only hope and pray for their speedy release and their return, safe return to their loved ones. Rolene, let's move on to something I'm really looking forward to chatting with you about. This uh, UNWA hearing at the Foreign Affairs Committee of Senate. What was that all about? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. going to be later today. The uh, Foreign Affairs Committee okay. will be hearing the case against UNRWA. Now, what is interesting is that just a short while ago, Canada have announced that uh, they will be sending about 28 million Canadian dollars worth of aid, food, water to civilians in Gaza. Now, they have frozen. They were one of the first to freeze their aid to UNRWA. So they are sending this aid in through different agencies, okay. which raises, uh, which answers a lot of concerns because uh, I have seen on social media, a lot of people saying, what about getting aid through to Gazans? You're cutting off their lifeline. You're not cutting off their lifeline. As Canada is proving, and as, as others have said, there are many ways to get that aid into the Gaza Strip without having going through um, uh, UNRWA. UNRWA. New Zealand is the latest country to join the growing list of countries that are freezing their aid to the United Nations Relief Works Agency. And let us not forget why. Why are our countries freezing aid to UNRWA? They don't want to support rapists and murderers. Because we know that at least 13 staff members are confirmed to have been involved in the massacres on the 7th of October. The Wall Street Journal um, publishing an op-ed yesterday estimating that at least 10% of UNRWA staff, that is well over 1,200 people, wow. were involved in, in uh, these attacks in a, in a variety of areas. Also, the uh, UNRWA staff that celebrated, that praised it. And of course, uh, if anybody's been listening to you and I discussing it over the last year in a lot of detail, 
that um, the uh, UNRWA is responsible for perpetuating conflict, incitement mm. of hate, and using their facilities to store weapons. Really, okay, so you've just mentioned now that other uh, team, other organizations will be involved in delivering this aid, but we still have this uh, issue, this uh, worrying conundrum of Hamas hijacking aid, and of course now Israel having to deliver its reports. So how is this all going to, how is this all going to be monitored? Well, the one thing we can do is monitor that Hamas is hijacking aid and show the United Nations Security Council exactly mm-hmm. what is uh, happening. Uh, so, so there's that. You know, I think the fact that they have asked for the aid to be, uh, uh, or, or for Israel to present. Um, uh, reports to the uh, Security Council is a very good thing because then that makes a lot of what we have been saying exactly. over so long mm-hmm. indis- an indisputable fact. Mm-hmm. Here it is in black and white or in uh, satellite photograph or in video footage, you know, uh, and, and, and I share my updates that I get from the IDF uh, mm-hmm. for the most part uh, with you, um, Michael. Mm-hmm. We can see that the IDF have been meticulous in making sure that whatever they um, feel should go out to the uh, public domain, they are sharing it. I mean, I've just received now uh, IDF uh, releasing footage of a raid on a house in Daraj, uh, and they found a suicide vest, and they found a Kalashnikov rifle, and they found a Hamas military vest. And what did they find? A UNRWA membership card. Wow. Right there. Okay, certainly hope that's being documented. Would love to hear the response from the ICJ, considering that they used one of their sources as a basis for their case against Israel. And I find that very astounding. That's for another discussion. But uh, yes, uh, I, and I look forward to that, uh, Rolene. But in, in a minute, in one minute, that's all we've got left to chat. Israeli minister is working to bring Iran to the ICJ on genocide charges. Just fill us in a bit on that one. Well, this is a very, very welcome a turn of events. This is Cabinet Minister Gidon Sa'ar. He's the former uh, uh, def- uh, Justice Minister. He has said that he intends on bringing a case of genocide against Iran at the ICJ. And of course, we've got so much evidence of the uh, genocidal speech mm-hmm. used by uh, Iran calling for the extermination of the state of Israel. And of course, they are, are the world's biggest state sponsor of terrorism. So right there and let's see. Indeed, that's going to be intriguing, seeing that the ICJ used that as a basis against Israel. Let's see how that transpires. Rolene, we've just, we've well, not just about, we have run out of time. But great chatting to you once again, uh, Rolene. Have a blessed evening and take care. Rolene Marks, our correspondent from Israel, joining us on the line, bringing us the latest on what's happening in that part of the world. Very quickly, before I hand you over to Calvin, just this message from Ivan Ivan says, Afternoon, Michael and the team. How will we ever be able to comprehend what these poor hostages have had to put up with? 
if my thoughts run wild with me. What conditions do they have to be able to go to the toilet? Are they able to brush their teeth, bath, etc., down in those dark, deep passages? When were they were ever able to get outside for fresh air to see the real world? What animals can allow this to happen to another human being? Yvonne, thank you so much for your contribution to the show this afternoon. Indeed, that ties in with the chat that I just had with Rolene regarding the release of the hostages. One can only not well, fathom what they are enduring at this point in time.